Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and I'm, I'm really going to try hard to not sing song all my words because I've been listening back to certain podcasts, and I feel like I sing my sentences, which can be kind of annoying for you meatballs out there. Also, hey, meatballs, thank you for listening. Thank you for being so supportive about the show I just did, and thank you for reviewing and rating and sharing with your friends and writing in. I just got some awesome messages about plyo jam and people being influenced to be healthier and to make their lives a little better um, because of listening to the podcast. So I just want to say it means a lot to hear from you. So thank you. Also this week, our podcast is sponsored by Simple Contacts. So I have a special offer for meatballs to save $30 on your contact lenses. Just go to simplecontacts.com slash jersey or Enter my promo code, Jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y, at your checkout. Again, thanks Simple Contacts for sponsoring this week. To save $30 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash Jersey and enter the code Jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y, at checkout. Uh, There are so many things that I have to talk to my guest about this week uh, that I'm going to get started right away. Uh, He is amazing. I just did an entire house saging. What would you call it? A house cleansing. A house cleansing cleansing. with him. He is a What's Your Jersey podcast favorite. A a podcast favorite on across the boards, I would say. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You have a lot of fans out there. I hope so. I'm your biggest fan. Thank you. Um, uh, I like to call you the Howard Stern of the psychic mediums. Um, (laughs) I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Because you're no bullshit. Thank you. I try not to be. Um, The best psychic medium out there. The kindest soul you'll ever meet. Uh, Mr. Chris Medina, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Yes. It's always a pleasure seeing you and working with you. I know. We we kept talking before recording, and finally we were both Two like... Two hours yes. to do it. <laughs> like, it's like four o'clock now. It's like, well, should we podcast or should we just keep talking? And eat those delicious meatballs. I know. He got pasta. Thank God I had that hair so you guys had something to do when oh, I was cleansing. Starving. Can you explain to the meatballs uh-huh. like what you had me do and if you recommend that for people to do to their houses totally i recommend people do that at least once a month oh. i do it every other week um because just me you do that every well you have a lot going on energy wise do the readings at the house so yeah. i want to make sure that i clear that energy but yeah it's a uh, simple cleansing it's um those little charcoal disc burners uh-huh. and frankincense and then a spiritual blend of incense that i get from the psychic guy here in sherman oaks okay and then uh just kind of have you do your thing like i showed you kind of this is your place so you do the cleansing there so it just clears the energy there i feel like the frankincense um brings in positive vibes clears away any hardcore energy there it makes me feel lighter i like it better than sage i liked native. it better than sage too yeah yeah so then just clearing all that and um it's good i like to put it around my bed because that's where i sleep out at, at night so a lot of dreaming a lot of heavy intense energy there so making sure that i sleep comfortably so i'll sage over the pillows and stuff you only sleep for like two or three hours a night. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you want those two two I, hours I to be sleep quality comfortably for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then uh, the other one was just sage. 
and you have the sage here. So yeah, just kind of, we have a lot of sage, (laughs) just clearing the energy here and kind of bringing in some positive vibes. And at first I always find it hard because I feel like you should ask for what you want. Uh huh. Is that what you're supposed to do? I usually, yeah, I, 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 I tell what I want to leave and ask what I want to replace it with. Okay. Yeah. I, I started to get the hang of it during the sage part. Okay. I feel like, like when I was doing that, could you hear what was going on in my head? No. I always wonder about that. <laughs> I just, I make it personal. That's why I was just eating and kind of like doing my own thing or whatever. Yeah. 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 Every so often you'd be like, positive thoughts. Oh, and yeah. I'd be like, oh shit, he can hear me. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, he's good. But I love the energy in here anyway. So it just added a little bit more to it. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you. And it seems, I mean, the energy here seems to be working. You're pretty successful. It's I, a lot's changing and happening. Uh huh. And so. I had the pleasure and opportunity of seeing you and two of your other friends in a play. And yes. I thought you were amazing. Oh, well, thank so. you. Yes. Chris came to see um, Ledoux. You remember this, the musical. Mm-hmm. You saw, I think you saw opening night. Opening night with Annabelle. With Annabelle. Yes. Annabelle DeSisto of Adderall and Compliments. Um, seats. <laughs> literally, I could have made out with all of them if I wanted to from the stage. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it, for me... I love you guys so much that like seeing your faces just in that front center row, like calm me down. It didn't make me more nervous. Oh, good. Like I, this is something I've done since I was 15 and started to do theater. I, for some reason, always pray when I'm standing in the wings to, um, my dad's mom, Geraldine, grandma, Jerry, who I never met, who I was always told that I was very similar to. So I always feel like when you're doing live theater, like anything can happen on that stage. Right. So you need something like watching over you or protecting you. Like you need. So even if that's not the right person to pray to, for me, it like grounds me and gives me like just peace of mind. But that's all that matters, though. As yeah. long as it works for you and it does what it's supposed to do and you like the, with the outcome of it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. And, but like, I felt like that doubled with you guys being right there was just like energy bouncing back and forth I was like oh my god I hope she doesn't get nervous we're sitting up front no it was great it was funny because the show you came to was really fun it was exciting it was our first night and then the next following Friday it was like noises off the musical it was just a comedy of errors like anything that could go wrong went wrong oh no it was fine, though, because I think we needed that. We never had a dress rehearsal in that space because they overbooked the theater. And they always say, like, you're kind of supposed to have a bad dress rehearsal and then you have a great opening night. Uh-huh. So we never had that. So oh, okay. that bad show was like a dress rehearsal for when Perez Hilton, shout out Perez Hilton, thank you for coming. He came Saturday night. Do tell how that was. It was so cool. Um, I've had his podcast partner, Chris Booker, on here a few times. Uh-huh. So he had gotten like word about the musical and Perez Hilton, for anyone that didn't see it this the past two weekends in LA, is like the narrator of the musical, that character. Uh-huh. So um, our director knew his assistant. And so apparently he had the assistant reach out and ask for two tickets. We didn't think he'd actually come. We thought like he'd send his assistant and like he showed up with him and his son, his right? Son, oh my God. his son was so cute and like attentive during the show. He's really? also bilingual, yeah. which is mm-hmm. 
that's one thing I respect him for. I mean, I, I couldn't because I, I don't speak Spanish. So I couldn't teach my kids Spanish. Yeah. Because I don't speak it. But he does. Uh, that's their primary language in the house, Spanish. It's, which I am. I think that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like setting your kids up for success. Yep. <laughs> like just for them to be able to go. Because he was going back and forth. He could understand everything we were saying on stage. But yet yeah, speaks fluent Spanish. That's awesome. But it was really funny. There's a part in the show where I like come to life as Britney Spears as a kid where I like go back in time mm-hmm. and the, where they sat was directly in front of me, like basically where I was the entire time on stage. Uh-huh. And I like looked right at his poor little son. I think I scared the shit out of him because I was like, I'm a little kid all over again. Oh. And then he literally <laughs> just went Ooh! and like put his head in his dad's oh. shoulder. Uh-huh. And I was like, Jacqueline, stop it. <laughs> oh. Don't fuck with the kid. <laughs> um, so it was cool to have him there. It was really cool to have him there. He was so gracious and like awesome outside. I was talking to a bunch of friends and they all like called me over to him and he like looked at me, hugged me and he went so authentic. And that for me was like the best compliment you could give someone playing someone like just like that. I was just an authentic Britney. Then he commented on Instagram saying that the real Britney needs to see my Britney. I saw that. And I was like, I oh, saw. God. <laughs> yeah. And so he 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 had suggestions for the show. He was like, you guys need to keep doing it. I'll even be down to play myself, which is really cool. That's amazing. Really cool. He was like, don't call it the Do You Remember This, though. He was like, just call it the Britney Lindsay Paris musical. He was like, just like the unauthorized musical because people outside of L.A. don't really know what the Do is. What it is. What it was. Mm -hmm. So he gave us like really good advice. And then he was so kind to like blast it out all over social media and post it on his Twitter. And he like took all these pictures during the show and like posted the cast list, tagged us. He just kind of went above and beyond like as much as he could have done, which is so sweet. And when I saw it, like I didn't realize how much it would touch me, but like I started crying hysterically when I got like all the alerts on my phone, just because moving out here, I remember in 2008, just living in a shitty three bedroom apartment in Hollywood that was like roach infested with like there was four girls living in a three bedroom like just all of us were like we met all we were all playing sorority girls on the TV show Glee so glorified extras and barely being able to make rent and like waitressing just like just not doing okay like so much shit happened in that building like I woke up one morning and there was just like a waterfall of water coming down on my bed from the ceiling like cre- now look where you're at and now look where we're at full circle it only took 10 years um and there's still so much farther to go but anyway I would wake up every morning and read Perez Hilton and that kind of kept me going like that was what like I got my news from and like I, it was just like such a big deal that's that's where I still get my news from we, oh, yeah. I'm a Perez Hilton fan. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, so I've been following him since the very beginning. I actually, um, it's so funny. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but did we talk about him last time? I no. Um, I had a dream. Remember when um, he got punched in the face by Will I Am? Yes. I had a dream that he came to see me that same day after it had happened. And then when I turned on the news to get ready in the morning for work, it was on there on TMZ that he got punched in the face. Yeah. But I had knew why he had got punched in the face. And in the dream, I was like, why did you say that for? Yeah. Like, why? And I go, what did you think was going to happen? What You're did not- he say? I forget. He called him a faggot. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll, <laughs> that'll, that'll do it every time. That will do it. <laughs> Is, uh, okay, so you've been on the podcast before. So we uh-huh. found out that your jersey, like you were born in Los Angeles. Yep. And... 
You're of Native Native American and Hispanic, Mexican, Mexican uh-huh. okay, descent. I just want to like catch up the people that didn't get to listen to your other yeah. podcast. Um, I want you to tell the meatballs like when you first started realizing you were a psychic and like how your because I know your father was the one that kind of recognized it in that you. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, he used to have me reading do readings on his friends. I, I mention this all the time. He's a biker, so they would come in and get stoned. We lived in Palmdale at my grandmother's house, and there was a sp- special room they would go into to get stoned and I would go in there of course and I guess read them and flip them out and I remember one time I made this guy cry yeah because I hit home I was like I guess I was talking about his personal life and I felt bad I was like oh did I do something wrong and my dad was like no you just told him something that he did, that he needed to hear mm-hmm. and so my dad was the one that was constantly like well what are you getting what are you seeing or whatever blah 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 and then I personally remember doing it or having a my guides speak to me directly when I was like five or six I was uh, suffering from asthma, from asthma and I was in the hospital and I was like I'm ready to die really like yeah like I'm tired like it was hard for me to breathe mm-hmm. uh, they kept sticking me with needles and stuff and if anybody knows me I'm paranoid of needles yes we talked about that in the last that. one yeah um, so uh, I was tired I was like I'm done and they were like nope this isn't it you're gonna be strong you got things you need to do here and that's the first time I heard it and then the first time that I've ever seen a ghost was when I was seven living with my mother and I thought it was my sister waiting for the bathroom because I saw a little girl look at me put her finger to her mouth and say shh I was like, okay. And I turned over. My sister's laying in the bed right next to me. Mm -hmm. Did that freak you out, though? Or were you just like, that's a ghost? I was finally fucking happy to see that it was an actual ghost. Because what what I would get before was the hackles going up. You know when you get scared, your hair stands up? So I would be sleeping in my room and know somebody. It was like the sixth sense. Um, I used to sleep with my door open, but I could hear the shuffling of the carpet walking down the hallway and knowing, oh God, oh God, here it comes, here it comes. And just waiting waiting at the door, but I couldn't see what it was. Just sensing that it was there. Do they not come in? Um, I don't know if they didn't want to scare me yeah. even more than I was, but I, the way that I, in my mind, him here I go, in my mind's eye, the way I look at it is I feel like they're attracted to my energy because they know that I could see and or feel them. Exactly. Yeah. And when you say your guides and like you hear their voices, it's different from being able to see them. Correct. And I use the word guides only because people want to know who they are. And I usually just say, like, they're telling me or, or they're saying this. And people are like, who are they? I'm like, oh, yeah, my guides. But I don't actually hear them. They don't actually. It's not a voice that comes through. It's just a thought that's placed in my mind, I guess. So it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. Do other people, like, hear actual voices and stuff? Is that so, a different type of? Because you're a psychic medium. Uh-huh. I could hear voices. The only time I hear actual voices or not actual voices, it's the same. It's, it would be almost the same thing is when I'm talking to the dead. So oh, okay. they'll come in and they'll 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 say it's really again I don't know how other psychics do it but for me it's just it's just put in there like like somebody will come through and say oh tell them that I said hi baby girl mm. and I'll say did he used to call you baby girl and the, you know the person I'm reading yeah that, that was his name for me I can it's it's not I can hear that it's just it just comes through that way it's just and when you say it comes through it's an idea that comes in your head yeah, and it, but it's completely different from what normally comes through on a daily basis that's how I decipher it. it's coming from the other side oh okay uh-huh. wow yeah. I can't believe I didn't ask you that last time well, now, always, you know. now I know. Now you know. Yeah. I'm so curious. <laughs> but like, you have two children. Mm-hmm. Do they have these same abilities also? Um, my daughter inherited the ability of 
super, super, super common sense. She is so wise and so smart. Yeah, she's really good. She's also very intellectual, which is, which is a hard combo to find, to be intellectually smart and common sense. It's usually one or the other. She's both. So she's... She, That's a lethal combination. Yeah, <laughs> don't mess with her. She, yeah, don't mess with her at all. Can um, you tell the meatballs how she got her name? Yes, she <laughs> got her name... Um, uh, her mother was pregnant with her we had it was, it was getting close to the due date and we hadn't picked a name out i was flip-flopping between the name eve and then i thought of like violet and all these different names or whatever and i was like what name do you want like you're almost here what do you want and i kept i kept hearing um faith evans the singer yep. on the radio because it was the late 90s at that time and then i would see signs on the on the freeway that said uh freeway cleaned up by faith lutheran church faith christian church i was like is that the name that you want faith and it just felt good and it just felt good mm-hmm. wasn't faith evans was she married to Biggie, to Biggie. Mm-hmm. and you love Biggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. He's pointing yeah. to his sunglasses. Sun- oh, Biggie. that's right. <laughs> My Versace sunglasses. His Versace yeah, sunglasses uh-huh. that I love. Yeah, I know. I think that's just a really cool story. Mm-hmm. But isn't that so on the last episode I did with my friend Molly we were talking about pings mm-hmm. have you heard that terminology before pings pings p-i-n-g-s would it be like hits it's kind of like things that keep popping up that yeah, like remind hits. you that mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to mm-hmm. so you like you kept seeing faith I kept seeing faith uh-huh so that's kind of like a ping where like you're like okay it keeps coming up mm-hmm. but I could feel her energy throughout the whole pregnancy like I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you the next day it's gonna sound just disgusting and I hate even mentioning it but the day after we had sex it was on my birthday we had sex on my birthday the next day at work I'm sitting there at my cubicle and I'm nauseous mm-hmm. I'm just like spitting in my trash can I know it sounds gross I was like I cannot stop my mouth you had morning sickness yes <laughs> then I called her mother up and I was like you are pregnant she's like you're so full of shit why are you waking me up we just did it last night whatever I, there's it's a process you do know that right I'm like yes but trust me I know that you're pregnant I said I'm sicker than fucking shit right now yeah and so for like three months I was sick I lost so much weight and then when she when it was confirmed and I saw her gaining weight and the pregnancy started to go into more of a actual pregnancy I started getting fat that's when you started getting fat. Started okay, getting so fat. it wasn't totally like just in your favor. No, yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> I know, I wish. right? <laughs> yeah, I definitely wish. That's the fucked up thing I think about being pregnant. Like at first, you're like, oh, like I'm just like maybe it's food poisoning. Like uh-huh. I'm just gonna be so skinny, and yeah. it's like no. Get ready. It didn't last. God damn it. Well, you look great now. Well, You've lost you. some weight. I'm trying. Yeah. Can you tell us what you're doing? I am working out, and I am not eating um, as much as I used to. So it'll be like, uh, Jay's got me on a diet where... Uh, Hi, Jay. Jay's here yeah, right Jay's now. Jay's here, yeah. <laughs> uh, protein shakes and uh, one meal a day. One meal a day. Yeah, because I will... But I make that meal count. You make it count. I make it count. Have you ever... I forget the name of the diet, but I have a friend of mine. She actually reads um, coffee grinds or tea. It's a Turkish... Turkish tea leaves. Oh yeah, Turkish. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, she tried to do mine when she did the podcast, and like it didn't work. And she was like, "I don't know why I can't read you." And I was uh-huh. like, "That scares me." Um, but she was talking about this diet she's doing, where you only eat like for like either ten or fifteen hours a day, and then you take like another like ten off, and it works really well for her. I want to get into like the vegan diet soon. I just kind of, I know, I kind of want to cleanse myself out just for a little bit to see how that works, just to say that I did it. Chris. I know. It's going to like hinder 
us ever going to an Italian restaurant. It's going to be rough. That's the thing, though. It's uh, no, but good for you. I don't want to be a fun squasher. Well, actually, you'll be a fun squasher. Um, <laughs> I can't go there because of my diet. Well, Annabelle does it. Anna, she does. Uh-huh. No, but she's not vegan. She's vegetarian. She's vegetarian. Okay, I'll give her. There's that. a difference. Okay, okay. They're I'm not, not as hardcore. I'm not hating on vegans. I'm actually just jealous of vegans because if I ate that way, I'd probably look ten years younger. I'd be like less puffy. Well, that's what they say. So I want to try it just to see what the benefits of it are and then figure it out from there. I can respect that if it's yeah. for beauty reasons. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Right. <laughs> but you do look great. Thank you. Have you been working out at all? Yes. You have? I try to work out at least four to five days a week. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I try. I try. That's amazing. Yeah. What do you like to do? Um, heavy cardio. Heavy cardio. Heavy cardio. And then every other day it's weights. Again. And I'm trying to build up my six o'clock frame. So I'm straight six o'clock. All the way down So I'm trying I to get know. a butt You're trying to get a booty trying to get a butt Yeah, yeah You should have come to the class I was in today I would die It's. I <laughs> asked you about that There's no effing way I watch your shit on thing And I'm like She is um, There's no way They actually just hired me To be their online Like fitness instructor So now Meatballs Congratulations Thank you God. Yeah um, Starting I filmed my first Like series On June 29th So a lot of you Have actually written in Asking how you could Work out with me From home So now you'll be able to And and they gave me a special code for you guys to use. So let me try that for a month, and then I'll see if I can make it in the studio exactly. with you. Okay. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's so much better! I don't yeah. want to come to your class." And I'm like, "It's fine." But yeah, I'll send you the link. Okay. Yeah. So like, if you're in Ohio or not in Los Angeles, you'll be able to. I don't know why I picked Ohio. It's very random. Well, see, I have the pleasure of coming to your class because you do it out here. Yes. To see you, and you still don't. Yeah. So whatever. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, you know what else you should try? Hey. If you wear contact lenses and you find yourself dreading that annual appointment to renew your prescription, then you're going to be obsessed with Simple Contacts. It's a great new company that makes this annoying process very, well, very well simple. Simple Contacts lets you renew your expired contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from your phone or your computer in a few minutes. Simple Contacts brings the doctor's office to wherever you are, whenever you need it. You can take the Simple Contacts vision test online in just five minutes. And then a real doctor reviews it and renews your prescription for you. You save time, you save money, and you save yourself the headache of trying to find a parking spot because we all know that's annoying. And if you have an unexpired prescription, all you have to do is upload a photo of it or just your doctor's info and order your lenses in minutes for a great price. They do all the work for you. I mean, why not? This is vision care for the 21st century people. Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses, and their prices are unbeatable. Just for example, the vision, te- the vision test is just $20. Compare that with an annual appointment, which could be up to $250 without insurance. Are you kidding me? You must do this if you have contact lenses. I don't even have contact lenses and I want to do it. They have some of the best prices on contacts and the shipping is free. Best of all, my listeners, a.k.a. Meatballs, you guys get $30 off your first Simple Contacts order. All you have to do to save $30 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash jersey. Enter the code jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y, at checkout. Again, 
If you meatballs want to save $30 on your lenses and the shipping is free, just go to simplecontacts.com slash jersey or enter the code jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y, at the checkout. Do it, do it, do it. Also, I do want to mention that this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You still need those occasionally, but it is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Again, for those meatballs who tuned out, (laughs) check out Simple Contacts and get $30 off by going to simplecontacts.com slash jersey or just enter my code jersey j-e-r-s-e-y at checkout give it a try and you meatballs can thank me later there's so much that's happened in the news i know i normally do adjust enough with Jacqueline segment we talk all sports sports right now i mean we just had the nhl finals we've already talked about that nba finals already talked about that congrats golden state warriors we do have the world cup coming up but that hasn't started yet <laughs> and baseball's happening it's you know like mid-season it's- i'm glad one of us is a man here because <laughs> I don't have any idea of what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, you are in luck, my friend. Yes. We're not talking sports this week. <laughs> we are not. We're going to talk some pop culture. Okay. I just want like hot takes on this because you are psychic. Yes. But I don't know what your readings are like or like what intuitions you get about like certain celebrities. Okay, I'll try to do this within reason because I don't want to get killed. Okay, yes, you don't want to get killed. But I just, I've always been curious about you being able to like predict certain things that could happen or like what you see happening. Although you don't like doing future readings, do you? I like doing future readings, but um, within reason though. Within reason. And just to let you know, I did predict, and it was on another podcast, um, the breaking up of um, Channing Tatum and Jenna. (gasps) You did? Did you know something we didn't know that he had been cheating on her? Um, we'll save that for later. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah. Oh, wow. So you predicted that. Mm -hmm. What, what, how did that go down? How did you predict that? Um, I was just, they were, they were asking about favorite couples and they're like Channing and and Jenna, no disrespect to them. I I never wished any bad. Yeah. But I just felt like, uh, she needed someone that was going to be on her level and and give her what she was looking for in a relationship and I just didn't think that he could provide that to her or how much longer he can keep that facade up yeah Mm -hmm. I think they like I think they genuinely fell in love Mm -hmm. I think they made good friends great friends Uh I think they are doing that now Mm -hmm. Um, but I think they outgrew each other not well I don't know if that's the right word Outgrew each other, or 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 different feelings started to come into play here that you couldn't ignore. Yes, so we'll keep it at that. <laughs> so we will keep it at that. Speaking of relationships, Ariana Grande just got engaged to Pete Davidson after I want to say it's two to three weeks of dating. <clears throat> um, a fan of Pete Davidson for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davidson, right? Not Davidson, Davidson. Yeah, yeah, Davidson. Not Ariana Grande so much. I. And I'll tell you why. I think that little, I think that little girl has a lot of growing up to do, and I feel like she, I feel like, I feel like it was perfect timing to put these two together because he's looking to advance to advance in his career, mm-hmm. and she's looking for the right introduction to bring out her new music and stuff. So what a better what a better way than to align the two here makes good controversy here but i feel like he is way too good for her and i feel like she is going to 
ruin that relationship. I feel like she's going to break his heart. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I feel like he's already been through enough. So I just don't want him selling a soul for... He already has, like, tattoos of her. (laughs) It's like, Pete, maybe wait a month. Why don't you slow down a little (laughs) bit? Yeah. But the power of women is, I mean, you guys hold more cards than you realize, and you guys are very, very powerful, so... Side note, mm-hmm. I had a friend talking to me. I think she was getting Reiki. She was getting something done, and this woman was spending a lot of time, like in her, like kind of pelvic area. Uh-huh. And once she finished, she was like, "Man, you had a lot of cords to cut." And apparently, she was doing work, all like just like not not like literally cutting cords. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she was like you had a lot of attachments to a lot of different like men and mm-hmm. like resentment and a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. And like my friend had no idea that was happening. And I feel like we don't understand like the power that we have things that we hold on to yeah uh, can't let go of it's funny i just had my first reiki session with um a girl by the name of caitlin douglas um who's a master i guess it's master reiki healer uh she uh, lives in sacramento flew out uh, for the weekend met up with her i actually met her through annabelle desisto's crew oh cool and got my first reiki my first real reiki session with her and it was amazing. Like I'm, a, I'm not a big believer in that shit. Like, but when she worked on me, like I could feel, I could feel her tugging, and she wasn't, she didn't have any hands on me. I, my eyes were completely closed. I went in there thinking, I'm gonna unwind, I'm just gonna relax, I'm gonna do me, I'm gonna zone out and listen to what this girl's telling me, it just, just, to, just to see where she's at here. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I could feel her tugging on my stomach, almost to the point where I was like. Yeah, you could feel it. It's it's insane. And she's like, you you hold all this energy here. It's a lot of stagnant energy. I was like, yeah, I could feel it. In your stomach. In my stomach. Uh-huh. That's funny because I feel like women hold more in that area. Like, and men, I, are you, aren't you guys supposed to hold more like in your chest? I could be totally Does it wrong. because I'm gay? I, mean, I, I think that might be. Yeah, You're so such like, a queen. I, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of being gay, uh-huh. um, it was Pride Weekend. I mean, it's Pride Month. Mm-hmm. But did you do anything for Pride? No. No. I'm not in a celebrating mood right now. I feel bad, and I shouldn't admit this, but I have never been to the Pride Parade, and it's on my street. You are not the first. I have never. never You haven't either. Why aren't you? You're just not. It's not your jam? I don't do well in crowds. And I'm also very, very worried about being at the wrong place at the wrong time. That's why I... That's why I don't. I, when I even went to the Women's March, I was so paranoid and mm-hmm. petrified. Yeah. The enti- I was just like constantly looking up. And I know you're not supposed to like live your entire life that way. Mm-hmm. And I still went. But especially... I think it's actually the two-year anniversary of the Orlando Pulse shooting. So I, is, yeah. I just want to honor that and say... Um, I've been seeing a lot of really nice posts about it today. But... I don't know what you're supposed to say. Not like, I guess we're sending you good vibes. Anyone good vibes, that's yeah. had to go never through forget. that. Never forget. Never yeah. forget. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. The crowds. I had a bunch of friends that went. They said it was so much fun and they felt really safe and it was great and all that. And I'm old now. Like, like, I, like I want to party and I can't party. You really much. can't party as I much? Can't. No. Uh-uh. Did you, you, when I went to the meetup with you, you had a cocktail. 
I didn't go with you. Uh-huh. I was so scared to see you there, by the way. Why? Did you pick up on my energy the second I walked up? No. So uh, Chris, like, the sec- like you, you uh, read energies and you read people. Is it intimidating, though? Do I look like I'm doing that? No, you don't look like you're doing it. Okay. God, Meatballs, before we finish, tell everyone right now how they can find you. ChrisMedina.guide. Dot guide. Mm-hmm. Because you should all book a session and meet him in person. You should fly to California no matter what. <laughs> have a meetup. Yeah. Yes, do a meetup. Um, no, but I just know you're good at what you do. And you're not trying to. You're not like on the clock like the second you hang out with someone. But I will be perfectly honest. And I don't know if any of you listening have gone through this where you don't really have time for something. But like you promised a friend that you were going to go. And you wanted to. I wanted to be supportive and I wanted to show up. But I had to work I worked that night before and I had like an entire script to memorize and I was like rushing and racing around which is my biggest like fault I would say in life is that I'm always rushing from one thing to the next Mm -hmm. I'm trying to break that habit and I got there and I was mad at myself because I had worked myself up so much about not wanting to be there and not having enough time and rushing that I felt like I was in like a very manic place when I showed up and then everyone was just like lounging on these couches sipping cocktails sipping cocktails (laughs) like such good energy in the room and I was just like I'm here and just like walked in and I saw you and I was like fuck he's gonna know no no (laughs) but we had a good conversation up by the bar and stuff yeah Yeah, we had fun I like that top you were wearing Thank so you. Yeah. Guys, Forever 21, I swear to God, it's usually like a two to three time wear and then you got to throw it out. But if you're going to be taking pictures, that's probably a one time wear outfit anyway. So nobody sees you in it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's no, a fun I, time. I didn't notice anything. I, I wasn't trying to anyways. Is yeah, that how it works to, with you? I was just you? trying to enjoy and have a good time there. There's so many different people there. I got to talk to Carrie Martin. She was there. I missed Carrie. Yeah, she was there for a quick second. And then um, talked to Tasha. Tasha, Tasha Rain. Rain. Yes. I love that girl. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, yeah, so I didn't I didn't really. And um, I, the only reason what the, uh, I was hoping to see you there because I got you your meatballs. <sighs> he brought me meatballs and cannolis, guys. Yeah. Like... I started crying when you handed that to me, though. Because I'm so used to, like, I'm, I like taking care of people and I like mm-hmm. giving. And to, I was, like, thrown off by it. Because I was like, what? I was like, I have two Italian people I need to impress. <laughs> Let me go get this. And RJ, I was like, I, I, you know, he's the man. And then you come in there. I was like, I have to, I have to do something that's a little, that's a little bit over the top. I was going to cook them myself. But didn't have time to. Do you know how happy it made me? And everyone at work at 3 a.m. that night when I like pulled out the cannolis and meatballs when everyone was like counting money. I was like, call Chris Medina. (laughs) He's the best. Um, I feel like, oh, I started a new show. So anytime I start watching a new show, I like to recommend it to the meatballs or tell them not to if it sucks. Um, I binge watched up to part three of This Sinner last night. Have you seen that? No. Is it good? I think you would I don't know if you'd love it or hate it. It's Jessica Beale's show okay. about she something happens with her mind where she like loses it and kills a guy within the first like ten minutes of the show on a beach and like she's in jail and they're trying to figure out why she just randomly did this out of the okay. blue. Is it on Netflix? No, it's USA. Oh wow, okay. So basic cable. Okay. Yeah. You could come over and watch it if you want. I'll have to do that one. Yes. <laughs> um, I really liked it, Meatballs. So write me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com to let me know if you liked it too. Um, Kanye West just had a birthday. We're going to start, we're going to talk birthdays. 
he had a birthday and Kim got a mentalist from Tel Aviv. His name is Lior, L-I-O-R, to come to the birthday and do a ton of work on Kanye and all these people at the party. And he was bending spoons, like elevating things off the ground. He, um, they had, it looked like they were doing trust falls, but they were just standing there, um, and he was pulling them just with his energy and it was freaking everyone. Like she was taking all the videos. If you hadn't seen the videos, go to check that out. You should check it out because I, I don't know much about mentalists and it's not the same thing you do. No, this is more like an illusion, right? It's, it's like, do you know who Uri Geller is? No. Uri Geller is an illusionist as well too. So he used to bend spoons and make them look like they were falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or get watches to like, uh, get some sort of, uh, it was like an illusion, like a trick or something. Ugh, yeah. I don't get it. You don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> but it's great for entertainment though. Yes. Right. Uh, she should have had me go in there. I would have fixed his head right up. What would you do for Kanye at this point? I don't want to get shot. You don't want to get shot. We'll leave it at that. No. He, um, I mean... It's difficult. It's difficult when you, when your mind realizes because you have you have great self control already as it is already built in here. And I'm sure people would laugh and say Kanye with great self control. I feel like he's a very creative person and needs that needs that freedom to think freely. And he doesn't have it here. So what his mind is doing is trying. I talked. I had this conversation with somebody else. What mm-hmm. his mind is doing is trying to repair itself and trying to get back into the game here. But then it's being stifled with the other shit that's coming in. So it, it has to be it has to make him feel. I mean, look at the way he lashes out here. It's kind of like I can't. It's passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. That's touching back to you being at like a big parade or like around like a group of people are you getting a bunch of different yes. it mm-hmm. and i don't i'm not trying to like dumb it down or whatever but i picture mel gibson in the movie what women want where he's hearing all the different women's voices mm-hmm. like coming at him at once is it kind of similar to that it's more of the energy feeling like we had just had this conversation yesterday jay and i with um <clears throat> he's like i can tell when you're uncomfortable when you go into places he's like, that's why i kind of like back off and let you get a, get uh get used to it for like 10 minutes he's like and then after 10 minutes all your 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 normal self so i have to go in i have to scope everything out i went to a kanye west concert believe it or not uh two years ago with a friend of mine named Molly and we went in there and I was like I was like so excited to do it I get in there and we're, we have great seats um, and just feeling the energy of everybody else especially the guy next to me he was such a diehard Kanye fan he was crying and all I want to do was be like it's gonna and start reading him but so you were okay in there I was okay but she was like this is the last time I ever take a psychic to a concert she said because you looked like you were gonna flip out and I was like I'm, I'm trying to get in the groove so I got super stoned and drank and had did shots with her just to kind of unwind but yeah yeah how do you stay in the moment like is there a way for you to shut off I just I just distract myself with comedy like I'll start like like if you and I were going somewhere or whatever and we were and I just walked in I saw you I'd start talking with you and kind of unwind making each other laugh and stuff and trying to distract yeah. myself from what else I'm getting here okay yeah what are you getting right now um, I'm just trying to be in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> that was a test. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do that too. I oh, I smoked some weed on Saturday night after after all the Perez stuff. I never smoke. How'd you like it? I hated it. Really? Yes. I don't. I don't. I mean, I had also had some cocktails. The, I don't like slowing. Like I didn't like feeling. If maybe I, if I was at home sitting on the couch. I would have felt differently, but like I didn't like feeling 
just that. It also depends on the strain that you're smoking too. The people swore to me, and they smoke it all the time, that it was like sativa and like oh, upper okay. and like, mm-hmm. I don't really know much about that. We had a couple of cocktails too. Some people can't. I know Jay can't. You can't do both? I can nah. do both. I haven't felt the energy thing. So on Friday night before the show, I thought it would be okay because our show was at 11 to bartend the NBA final game. Oops. At the parlor, which um, it was packed to capacity for like four hours straight. I had just people yelling drink order and making tickets. And I left there and I was like, I'm fine. But I still felt that energy on me and I like couldn't shake it. And even when I got to the theater, I was like, I don't feel okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought, you brought that the energy along with you. I brought that like bajiggity, just uh-huh. like. That's why I need time to decompress. Is that what time. you do? Uh-huh. After in between readings, like like if I do if I do, I do mostly phone readings now, so I'll book the readings like a half an hour in between each other. So okay. like one at three o'clock, and then uh, it'll finish at three thirty, and then start the next one at four. So I have a half an hour to kind of decompress and get back in the zone, sage, you know, clear my head, and then get started with the next reading. This brings me to, so this week in the press, we had two people take their lives. Two amazing, amazing, talented, just smart, awesome people, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to something like suicide, and we talked the last time you were here about you having suicidal thoughts when you were a little kid. Mm -hmm. When it comes to you... Being around people that might be going through something, like, can you either predict something like this happening or, like, do you feel vibes or do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? I feel like I'm not wording it right. No, I could definitely pick up on that. I can pick up on when somebody's in that low, dark place there. Um, I don't like to predict death to them, telling them, I have a feeling you're going to commit suicide. Yeah. So I'll start talking about other things or kind of, kind of reading them and bringing things out so they would recognize, hopefully, hopefully making a difference. Okay. But yeah, I can I can pick up on that energy. You really can. Mm-hmm. And I think it's possible to change the course, the, the course route. of something, right? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like you, for me, not that I want to change the subject completely, mm-hmm. but you pretty much answered the question. So <laughs> um, the reason why I wanted you here, it's it's almost six months since you came on the podcast for the first time uh-huh. and you did a reading with me before you were on and almost everything you said actually has happened and the best part about it was you gave me tools to change the course of how I was doing certain things and kind of making the same mistakes or patterns over and over again. You were like, you need to change this. You need to block this. You need to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like, you've helped me so much. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you pick up on is, I feel like, very true and very blunt and honest. I mean, there was things you told me that I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But there was also, like, stuff that I kind of always knew but, like, needed someone to be like, stop doing this. Right. I, I always tell people, like, I don't mind giving past life readings, futuristic type readings here, but I, what, what I, my primary focus when I do a reading is to tell the person what's blocking them right now in the present. What's keeping you from going to the next level, the next chapter of your life, whatever it is that's preventing you from moving forward. Let's start with that. Yeah. And then unblock that and we'll discuss other things here because future stuff we have to wait for it to come into fruition we have to kind of like play the waiting game here and I don't want to conduct my readings that way I want to give you something that you're like where where you're like this guy's never met me before how's he picking up all this shit and then it confirms with you and then we 
get rid of it. And I kept, I feel like you're like all the stuff you said, like you were kind of like a little cheerleader in my head for the past few months that like kept me going, uh-huh. you know, because it's hard to stand up for your, my biggest thing. And I wrote, I wrote some notes down. Let's hear them. Um, <laughs> you had said that come into who I am, start honoring myself and my own feelings and listening to my own intuition. I'm in control of what happens to me and that's it. Like I'm the only one in control. Mm -hmm. Um, you also said, let's see, um, not taking, Oh, don't take any shit from anyone. Don't settle, be authentic. Um, and be myself no matter what. And you said, come into form. Um, you said it was going to be my year of clearing. Um, Changing my feelings towards uh, the past, maybe? I'm the only person in control of my own anger. Yeah, that was something. Um, And I feel like a lot of that was really hard for me because it forced me to... I got rid of 10 years worth of stuff in my apartment. So I really... I literally had to clean out all my closets. Uh Um, But I also had to like call people out on certain things. And not be so like clean cut and like cookie cutter with like responses and kind of have to get dirty and make some people mad. And see, I'm not what I'm, my reply right now isn't because I'm sitting here in your living room and because I love you so much, though. Yeah. It needed to be done because you looking at you, I don't know if, how many people have the opportunity to actually meet you in person and get, get a chance to sit down and talk to you and have you open up like this. But you're a great person, great soul, very sensitive. And I feel like. It's their fucking fault Mm -hmm. that you had to bark out or you had to come out out of your character to set boundaries here when it should when they should have done that from the very beginning and not have overstepped theirs by stepping on you. Yeah, that's my problem with that. Yeah. So but career wise, the coolest thing and I appreciate that mm -hmm. Um, you sitting here were like, I see you working with three girls and this was right in the beginning, like (laughs) stages like I had not talked about any of this shit ever like anywhere. And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And Gabby Conti had just walked in the house. Uh, and she was like, Jacqueline, we're about to do a musical. And it was with two other girls. So it was the three of us. Uh, and so you predicted that whole thing coming into fruition, like, which gives me chills to talk about. And you also said, I see you filming something and I'm about to start filming something. So damn, I know it up, it's crazy. It up. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know which came first, <laughs> the idea or I, I don't know but it's also cool to like keep that in your mind like you said all this in January and you're like I see things starting to like change in April you also mentioned you see a hair change and in April I didn't even realize at the time I forgot you saying this I went darker and longer and straighter <laughs> and like so that happened but you predicted a big change in a lot of stuff in April and May and April and May that's when I moved in with the main squeeze. That's when the hair change happened. That's when our show happened. Like it was just so many changes happened over the past two months. And you kind of predicted that. What a perfect time for him to walk in and kind of bring that energy into here. Right? Yeah. No, it's nice. Yeah. No, Chris actually said he noticed a big difference in the place and he finally got to meet the main squeeze and on the premiere of your show. Yes. Yeah. He, I, I, I liked him. I thought he was a great guy. I thought he was very genuine, very direct. Um, he, there's no bullshit in his approach at all. No. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to, I can see where he's coming from here. Um, to me, it feels like 
I don't know if, I, if it's okay to say this, but I feel like he's a good protector for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that he's going to give you a little bit of a of that push that you need to kind of be able to set your boundaries and stay solid in them mm-hmm. because that's the way that he is. Yes. Yeah. Being a Jersey girl, we like to have that little protector, mm-hmm. you know. I guess just being a girl. I don't think you need to be from New Jersey, actually. To, right. But you get it. You get it. And since we we talked horoscopes and stuff, um, and my birthday is actually this Thursday, Jersey. Is. So uh, astrologers, I'm not an astrologer, I'm yes. a psychic medium, but I follow astrology. So we would say that you're having your solar return. So it would say, instead of saying happy birthday, we would say happy solar return. And I can put you in contact with somebody that can do that for you. Oh, that's That can cool. do your chart for you to let you know what's going to happen throughout the next year because things change. So I just gave you a quick rundown of what was to come yeah. and what was and what the, what the rest of the year was going to be about, but they can go further in detail for you. I want you, I want to like be able to, I want to be able to help some of the other meatballs that aren't like, a, like I'm a Gemini. So you uh-huh. gave me a lot of good advice for Gemini's, um, for people when it comes to astrology and whatnot, like you figured out for me what my three things were. Uh-huh. Is there a way you can tell everyone how to figure out what their moon sign, their rising and all that is? Yeah. They would need to give, obviously know their birth date, the exact time of birth. It can't be a minute off or uh, an hour, nothing. The, the actual exact time makes a huge difference. It, it has to be exact in the city and state that you were born in. And if you ever want to know, um, I use a tool. I use I go to astro.com. Okay. And you can log in there making a little user ID and it'll actually print out your chart for you. And it'll give you a rundown of transits. Transits are um, upcoming like predictions for the like, next six months. You can do that all yourself. It'll tell you what your sun, your moon, and your rising sign is. Okay. So the sun is obviously the sign that you're born under, which is Gemini. Your moon is in um, Leo. And then you have a Scorpio rising. So that's that sexiness about you, that Scorpio <laughs> rising. Uh-huh. I felt so unsexy when you saw me on Saturday. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. What a great... Per- I'm, I'm going to give it to you again. What a oh. great performance. And the dance moves and the singing. I mean, that's... Um, it was, it's just so fun to do. So I fun. It. I loved it. Um, I actually saw a quote today that I wanted to share. Um, do you like Warren Buffett? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I'm sure a bunch of you meatballs out there have seen this quote, but it kind of reminded me of the stuff that you had said to me (laughs) to like watch out for. Um, But it's surround yourself with people that push you to do better. No drama or negativity, just higher goals and higher motivation, good times and positive energy, no jealousy or hate, simply bringing out the absolute best in each other. I could have not said that better myself. Right. Yeah. I feel like we need to stitch that on a pillow or something. Right? Exactly. <laughs> on our mirrors on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> Just like get it and put it everywhere. Just constantly reminding but us. But that's like exactly like the direction of what you were saying. And I think that's something we all need to remember every day. I think it's healthy. I, I've been doing a lot of readings lately. I always have themes. I always tell my clients that I have themes every week. So all last week was all Libras that I was reading. Really? All Libras. I swear to God. And then um, the week before was closing doors. So you'll see that I'll post shit like on Instagram, like little... Um, inspirational things or whatever and it was uh, closing doors don't be afraid to close doors and keeping them closed a lot of times we close them and then reopen them knowing what we're going to find there again mm-hmm. so just make sure when you close doors don't be afraid to keep them shut forever okay yeah is that like the theme of your June right now closing doors yeah closing doors and keeping them closed okay yeah what's going on with you right now 
God, what isn't going on? Um, work, work, podcast. I'm trying to get our, my own podcast up and running. Yes. Can you start promoting that yet? I'm going to try it. Um, I've announced the name of it. It's called In Your Head with Chris Medina. Okay. I've got the logo for it. Um, I just, I keep telling people, they're like, when is it coming out? When's it coming out? You know, do something. I want to make sure that I do do it justice. Jay's like, everyone's going to love your personality. That's enough justice there. But I don't want to make it too woo-woo, too metaphysical. I want to have um, guests like you come on. I want to give you readings, but without saying their actual readings, kind of telling you what's going on in your life right now. And then we comment, we just do what we're doing now. Have a yeah. great conversation. And then... And that's it. And that's it, yeah. That's so cool. I want you to do it right now. In my podcast right now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's do it back to back uh-huh. right now. I, and the, the, one of the good things is that, is that, again, I definitely want celebrities like you to come on and, and, and promote and tell me what, what's going on with you. But I also want the, uh, this is going to sound horrible, Not I don't mean to say everyday people, but we'll say non-celebrity type people coming in talking about what they're doing. Like I know a lot of um, a lot of my clients are, or the people that I, that I do readings with come from your show, come from Annabelle's show. Yeah. So you have a lot of kittens that come on their meatballs that, that reach out um and that are that are i mean i, I can't believe it they're they're the, from the way that they came across in the initial reading to who they are today is outstanding they're closing doors they're 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 uh changing shit around kind of uh setting boundaries with people going above and beyond like girls are doing uh, blogs now podcasts creating their own shit i mean it's that's all I want to do is I want to motivate, inspire people to be their best. You're so, so good at that, though. Like, you are doing that. And that's why I'm so happy you're doing your own podcast. Spreading you're just giving the everyone the confidence that they need. Like, just that little extra boost. Mm-hmm. I would say that's the best thing about doing a reading with you. You also are no bullshit. And I love that about you. I do have a question. I don't yeah. know if a lot of people struggle with this or are both of your parents still with us? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I sometimes, like, if I don't hear from my parents for a little bit, like, I have, like, a paralyzing fear of, like, something happening to them or a loved one or a family member. And I don't know if this has to do with, like, psychic medium stuff, but, like, how do you get out of your head when it comes to, like, worrying about things like that happening so much or trying to predict, like, stuff like that? Girl, I have so much family drama. Okay. So much family drama that um, I decided, again, people are on the fence when it comes to this, because I I know you cannot shut family out, or you're not supposed to, but I think we talked about this before. Sometimes Mm -hmm. family could be worse than your own enemies. Mm -hmm. So I shut those doors, and uh, I started learning along the way. It took, you know years and, and kind of like mastering mastering the ability to kind of change my my way of thinking and not lash out or, or allow myself to get kicked in the teeth every single time was to you can only control what you can control everything else forget about it mm-hmm. so whenever it came whenever it would come to um i would have visions of my mother and just you know bad thoughts or whatever and i was like there's nothing I could do. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can tell people not to do that or try to talk them out, but talk them out of it. But ultimately they're going to do what they're going to do. And I have no control over it. So once you realize that and you master that, that you know, there's nothing, there's nothing I could do. You just have to keep living your best yeah. life. And I guess for me, like I need to just keep checking in with family and just know that like what's going to happen is going to happen. And I just have to keep going. I would say focus on yourself. Yeah. I mean, I know that I know I'm not telling you to, 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 to disconnect from your family, but focus on what it is that you're doing. Get yourself up there Yeah. and just do, and keep working on yourself. That That's what I'm doing. Okay. I just, I, I, 
it may be easier for me because I have this ability, but at the same time, it's like, why, why worry about something that I can't control? Yeah. It's just going to eat me up. You've talked before, not with me, but I've heard you talk about how you've practiced a little with voodoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And some sort, like some witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Now, I love New Orleans, and I went there. You also said one of your biggest things, and it, it definitely helped a lot. You were like, if you and your boyfriend feel like you got to get out of town because you're too stressed out, do it. Yeah. So we literally booked a trip to New Orleans uh-huh. for Valentine's Day. And it was amazing. It was probably beautiful around that time. Oh, it's the perfect time to go yeah. to New Orleans. <laughs> it's, yes. And it was, we got there the day of Mardi Gras ended. So we got like the tail end of Mardi Gras, but like it wasn't like such a shit show because uh-huh. it was the last day. Uh-huh. Um, but I just, have you ever been there? Yep. I actually went for Mardi Gras. We won't talk about that. We'll say that for another no! show. No. Sorry if that uh, hurt anyone's ears. <laughs> it was it was at a time in my life where uh, I was definitely feeling myself. Oh my god! Yes, so, we're talking about it. So yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I had just come into who I was. I, I was obviously I've been gay my whole life, but I was actually feeling myself dating around. I was dating a guy at the time that liked to spend money, and I loved spending his money. Yeah, went to New Orleans, took me on a trip to New Orleans. Um, was drunk from the time that I got on the plane till the time I got home. <laughs> First time I ever experienced E. What was uh, that like? Where were you in New Orleans when you did that? I, what's the name of that district or whatever? What, the Garden I, District? I don't know where it was. That where all the parties are at? Go, the, Bourbon Street? Bur, there you go. Yeah. Bourbon Street. Yeah. Um, was there. Um, he... He had tried it. He knew what it was like. I had tried it. Didn't like it. Um, it was like... It, yeah. It was just a, it was just a really weird time. Uh, just horned around the whole time. That's fun though, right? Yeah. We... No, we had like an amazing time. He came on... We recapped the whole thing. But we went to a few different churches and burial grounds. And I was just curious, like if you had gone to any of those places, cause I spent a lot of time. Um, I know that I said I was drunk the whole time, but I, I, again, I can be drunk and I can be in the moment. I know that sounds weird. Um, so I did a lot of exploring and went and went to different shops or I really, really have a respect for what they do out there. You do. I do have a real respect. I used to mess with it. I know it's real. Um, cause that's what I was wondering. Like we went into a lot of really cool, like voodoo stores and you could have paid money to have people do your readings and I just you're a professional you're an expert I want to know your thoughts on that I respect it I used to do Santeria so Santeria is like Caribbean. the sublime song yeah exactly like is that it. what it's like it's about a, it's, a, it's about Santeria. I don't practice Santeria I got no crystal ball I had oh my god that's it I didn't know what that was so there it's it's um, <laughs> African Caribbean magic so they, they do a lot of uh, stuff with saints. Like they'll, they'll replace the saints with people that are part of their religion. Yeah. So it's a lot of that type of magic. And so, um, yeah, I was doing spells. I met a lady that taught me how to do it. She, um, uh, not patting myself on the back, but she picked up that I was a little bit more powerful than she was. And she would help me do, want me to help her do spells. And I would do them. And they would come true. And they I would actually, come true. So oh, like, yeah. like oh. what kind of spells would you do? I did a lot of love spells, a lot of breaking up type of spells, um, a lot of uh, um, kind of personal gain type of shit. And then my guides came in 
and we're like, I had this horrible dream where this guy, I went to go buy supplies at some uh, metaphysical store in my dream, and there was a, a black gentleman in there, and I had told him, this is what I need, and he said, he's all, what are you practicing? And I said, Santeria, and he had mentioned another name in the dream. He said, you shouldn't be messing with this. This is more on your level, and he told me the name of it, and it started with an M. I think it was Makumba or something like that, and I had told the lady that I was practicing with, and she says, oh, no, that's black magic. Like, they want you to graduate to the next level. And I'm, when I tell you I brought shit in the house, I brought shit in the house. Like, what? Um, I was dating um, the love of my life at that time, and uh, we were in bed, and I'd woke up because I heard something in the room, and I could feel it um, behind the, um, in the doorway space. Um, the door was closed, so he was kind of by, by the door, and I could hear it breathing, going, <sighs> and I woke my boyfriend up. I was like, there's something in the room. He's like, what? I'm all, there's something, something in the room. Listen. He couldn't hear the breathing, but he sure as hell heard the scuffling on the footsteps all the way to the bed and it pushed the bed it went and then slammed up against the bed and we were like oh my god is it gonna jump on us and it went away and then ever since then i was like i'm done threw everything out cleansed myself went through a a whole healing process everything that was it Mm -hmm, that was it can a spirit have you ever experienced something actually hurting you physically no, nothing physical. Not, not, not hurting me, but they do like to touch me. They do like to play with the back of my knee. They like to grab my foot. like to push my side in when I'm sleeping. I felt mm-hmm. someone need, like needing my hip. We mm-hmm. talked about that the last yeah. time. Because I always wonder, like, how come we're all so scared of it if, like, nothing's going to actually happen? Because we psych ourselves out. And usually people that people that get scared or something happens is because, and I'm not saying this happens to every single person, but they're usually, they're usually a weak-minded type of person. Okay. So I always tell people, like, this is no joke either. If you're, if you had a friend and I had warned you and I was like, Jacqueline, you're not in a good place right now. Like, stop talking to this person. They bring, they bring some sort of attachment with them. Like, I don't want it because you're vulnerable right now. I don't want you to catch it. They'll usually latch on to people that are vulnerable, like that already have something going on there, and attack them personally. Did we talk in the last one? I talked to you about certain people in this neighborhood that mm-hmm. had kind of not attacked me, but like followed me and like scared me. And I realized it's because I would see someone and I would get scared, and I think they would recognize that, and so they would latch onto it. And now it has not happened to me. In months, because I walk around with my chest up, like looking people in the eye. You got that Jersey yeah. mentality back. And now baby. I'm like, oh fuck this! Uh-huh. You're not gonna fuck with me, yeah. <laughs> you know. Where before I would just be like, don't make eye contact, like mind your own business, whatever. But no, that's weak. Like that's what they pick up on. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you Bring know? It, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you kind of you you can't like just like meek around. And tell me if anybody's messing with you. I'll get my ass right on over here. You'll cut a bitch. I will cut. A bitch. <laughs> Annabelle calls me. Uh, she's you guys are the Vanderpump crowd or that that type of reality. Yeah. She's like, you're more of the bad girls club. I'm all, I'll take that. I, yeah, it's great. They're yeah. scrappy. Yeah, they are. I like yeah. a good scrappy I love fight. Those girls. I after we went to New Orleans, we binged watched. American Horror Story Coven. I have not had the opportunity to watch any of them. And we talked about that because on the last time you were here, I was like Versace, which I didn't even oh, end up right. watching. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Coven's really good because if you've been, especially if you've been in New Orleans, they had like all the places we had just like seen in it and like, it was just really cool. I really, really recommend this to you. Those, the, the difference between the, the energy that I picked up in New Orleans versus the energy that's out here when you meet people that do spells or that are part of like the um, voodoo or... Uh, What's it called? Um, witchcraft? Witchcraft, spiritual, or what is it? What do I usually say? Ritualistic type magic. Uh-huh. That's what I was... Um, 
there's there in New Orleans they seem to be able to manifest it easier. They bring in a lot of their own emotions and feelings that they felt from before into it, so they manifest a lot faster than than people that are just. Uh, I guess I guess that's fair to say that people are the people are, that are just barely getting into it or don't have any experience that are reading a book. Mm-hmm. So I find that more powerful. I never followed a book for spells. I just did them on my own. Really? I went with whatever I felt I needed to do and mixed all the ingredients, and that's how it worked for me. So, like, would you go into a voodoo store in New Orleans and just like pick and choose certain things you wanted and just do it on your own? I just do it on my own. Uh huh. Yep. Wow. Do you think if a person's drawn to a place, like we're all drawn to certain energies of places for a reason? Like, do you think it's past life shit? Uh huh. You do. I think yeah. Like New York. I I have lived there. Yeah. I, I am I, I I'm born and raised in Los Angeles here, but I know that I have New York in my blood somewhere. Because I am at home when I'm there. I feel the same way. I know where everything's at. I know where I need to be going and just the energy there. My heart beats differently in New York. And I'm like, I've never really lived here. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always just taken the train in. Yeah. But But I I love it. Something about it. So you think that's a past life thing? I think it's a past life type of thing for me. Okay. Uh And then my... my, um, I'm not saying this here because I'm here, but I had to have been from... Italy or the Mediterranean at one point because mm-hmm. I dream about that a lot too. Have I you dream- actually been there? No. No. I dream about being pregnant there. What do you think that means? I don't know. Being pregnant. I, yeah. Are you dreaming about me being pregnant in Italy? Is that what's happening? <sighs> like, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. I couldn't have any Aperol spritzes. <laughs> oh, God. Well, 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 oh, that's that drink that you had. That's the drink. Yeah. yeah. I went to two places today because I wanted to make you an Aperol spritz and no, like both places were out of Aperol. Oh, to get some. Okay. Like it's like very on brand right now with summer 2018. Fantastic. Weird. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But yeah, the energy is different. The energy is different between, um, I, I feel in New Orleans, it's just, it's just old. It's, it's uh, repressed energy there. So there's a lot of feeling there. Yeah. So I feel like it, like I felt, I, I actually felt comfortable there. I respected it. I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've told me that you felt like I kind of had an older soul. Older soul. Uh-huh. And whatnot, and I I felt like more at ease there. Also, I was on vacation and drinking, so like maybe that's it. So yeah, that was, that <laughs> you're like Jacqueline. <laughs> um, it was the pina colada in your hand that you're walking down the street sipping on. How did the boyfriend do? He did great. He loved it there. I mean, the last night we were there, I think we both we had been drinking for like 15 hours, so we like got into a fight over like a pizza box, and oh neither gosh. of us we were like this. Nope, yeah. but it was fine. Okay. No, we. I mean, <clears throat> I I would live there. If I could just like act and work and podcast, like I love it so much. I could live there if it stayed February the whole time. That's true. I've never been there past May, uh, <laughs> so I don't know how I'd feel about it. I could not do the humidity. No, I couldn't do it. It wouldn't be good. No, my pores would look bigger than they look right now. You look amazing. Thank you. You're in, like you look like you're 20. This isn't fair. You're like Meryl Streep and Death I Becomes feel, Her. I feel my age. No, stop. Do you have any advice? Because you're a Taurus. Uh-huh. So I feel like you're very in tune with Taurus for mm-hmm. the summer. Do you have any advice for a Taurus or, or a Gemini like myself? Uh, Taurus energy. Um, Uranus just went into Taurus. Um, it's getting it's getting ready to go in there. Um, I know it does big things in my chart here. So for Taurus people, I feel like it's it's our time to kind of be able to think outside the box and let our creativity f- be a little bit more risky and a little bit more free, not box ourselves in. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Free so for like, the summer. So I feel like tor- you're going to see a lot of Taurus is making probably a little bit bigger moves this time. Okay. So yeah, because Taurus is a power sign. It's all about security. It's about money. It's about uh, comfort, you know. So you had talked to me about money. You said financial stuff was going to come up. 
And I was just wondering, because I'm at a crossroads right now, and I don't know if any meatballs are, where a job just ended, and I'm trying to figure out if I should stay on the same path and, like... Let me tell you, let me stop you right there. Let me give you a quick reading, if you don't mind. Yeah. A lot of times, and I feel like this is this is specific to you, um, because of the way that you think, and I mean knowing you personally here, you... Uh, Sometimes we have a hard time letting go of things and, and it has to be kind of forced out of our lives there. So this drastic change probably came at a good time for you because what it's going to do is it's going to provide new opportunity to come in here. So I wouldn't make any heavy decisions yet until everything comes into fruition here. And I feel like you're going to be guided or there's going to be some kind of sign coming in here to tell you what your next step is going to be. So like a golden opportunity that's going to be like, oh my God, like this just fell into my lap here. Yeah. So watch out for shit like that to happen because I feel like you're on the path of like making some major changes. We talked about this earlier before yeah. we started podcasting. You're in the process of making some major changes here. I wouldn't say this is a year of placement for you. I would say this is a year of, again, change, growth, and kind of um, uh, reorganizing things and putting them in better slots here. And then next year is going to be a very productive, uh, minding the details type of year. So I feel like you're going to be more focused and kind of a little bit more um, involved in, in what my next step is for my career yeah. next year. So making bigger moves here. But this is a year of endings for you, a year of, of kind of out with the old and in with the new. So let it happen. This is specific to you, not everybody else, but yeah. Just to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm so used to survival mode where I just jump from like one thing to the next that I can survive on while also trying to make, and I've talked about survival jobs versus like your real job that you want, but I think this is where I break the cycle mm-hmm. and maybe I just keep room for <laughs> for other yeah. um, as far as like Gemini energy Gemini's love to I mean uh, my son's a Gemini I get uh, my best friend's a Gemini my uh, cousin that I grew up with who I call my sister is a Gemini have a really close bond with Gemini's we, we can talk for hours and not get bored with each other yeah. Gemini likes to think logically and they're, they're people call them a little bit of boring but I, I feel like I feel like there's going to be the, the way things are going. I, I don't have any hardcore predictions for Gemini other than for you right now. So I would I would say be able to put yourself in real time instead of always thinking what my next step should be. Kind of live just a little bit in the moment here. Kind of you had a great show. I mean, Perez Hilton came to see it. I mean, you, you've got you. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure both the other girls got a lot of praise, too. But I know I, I know you a lot better than I know the other girls here. So watching you do your thing and kind of seeing you be in your element here was beautiful to me so kind of bask in it for a little bit enjoy what you have look at be able to kind of sit back and i'm not telling you to stop working but enjoy what you have live in real time right now and then get up and start planning your next step here but i feel like with you the way that your soul your essence your presence is the way that you come across right now is going to be very guided this year Mm -hmm. so just allow this stuff to fall off start setting boundaries with people and if they can't if they can't roll with you fucking roll right over them you're not in the business of of being anybody's friend right now that's what I think. People should stop fucking being friends with each other and kind of, <laughs> and kind of yeah, and like, and like. It's so funny because I see this a lot, mm-hmm. and I think it's just the evolution of like growing up and like becoming older and working, especially in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm seeing all these like younger girls kind of pairing up and working on stuff together and I almost want to break them apart until that one little bitch becomes more popular than the other one that's what's scary and then that's the problem yeah so focus on yourself you can be friends with everybody else outside of the when it comes to your career stick everything you have into it and just do you yeah a lot of times girls compare themselves to other people what they got versus what they got here if you followed your own if you followed followed your own path paid attention to what you were supposed to be doing on your own be a lot further off than criticizing sabotaging somebody else Mm -hmm. i've been trying to cut out a lot of the noise lately good 
It's and maybe again just getting older and having to deal with like I I wasn't that excited about this birthday like a month or two ago and I've talked about it on the podcast but now I'm kind of just like no it's happening let's just keep going yeah <laughs> you know like I know for you you hear a lot of voices and like mm-hmm. all the noise but for us I think the older you get the more you have to kind of cut like trim the fat I always I always compare myself to people like you like like people like you and the other friends that we have mutual friends that we have together and you guys are on a different obviously on a different level than I am what I'm doing is completely different mm-hmm. but I, I envy you guys and I but what bothers me about it is the low way of thinking sometimes that you guys have you guys are a little bit too hard on yourselves and I was like God if I had your talent or doing what you were doing that's what I would be focused on and I'm, I'm not giving you shit but I'm talking about in general with other no I people. need to hear that shit yeah like you like I need new like representation I need new like yeah. new people that are like in my corner just like yeah fuck yeah pushing you along because yeah. I'm telling you right now look, looking at you meatballs if you have not had a chance to see it <laughs> if somebody hasn't recorded take a look at Miss Jacqueline's performance there thank you amazing well hopefully we'll be touring it Perez thinks we should keep doing it so we'll see we'll see what happens I also meatballs look out I'm going to be co-hosting the it's happening podcast so I'm filling in for Miss Snooky, I think this week or next week we were supposed to tape yesterday, but we had a scheduling conflict. So that's exciting. Yes, it is. Yes, and I want you to be on that show too. I would love to be on that show. Is there anything else that you want to either give advice on or preach, or do you have any? I don't know. Questions for me? No questions now. I mean, I, I pretty much know everything about. I know. You. <laughs> but no, I just want to. I just want to put it out there. People, men, women, do you? keep moving along stay in your own lane eat off of your own plate tell everybody else to eat off of their own plate right now get back to get back to doing what mo- what matters the most which is you and then help everybody else once you're where you need to be yes i love that do okay. you do you yeah because then you can't blame anyone but yourself when things don't go wrong exactly it's there's no he said she said game out there mm-hmm. it's just like it is what it is uh-huh. and you you doing it on your own also reinforces the fact that you did it on your own instead of again eating off of somebody else's plate riding on somebody else's coattails piggybacking yeah. off of people we've seen too much of that yeah and so yeah. i love it i love you <laughs> I love thank you. you so much for talking thank you for having me yeah i could talk to you for another 10 hours but i want to keep having you on <laughs> um again can you tell everyone where to find you yes definitely you can find me at uh, chrismedina.guide or on social media at psychic chris m Perfect. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You're the most. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. Mama told me when I was young. We're all on super 